0: Welcome to Mighty Creators, where we help creators create content, grow audiences, and build revenue. My name is Asim Jalice, your host. Our guest today is Samantha Postman. Hey, Samantha. Great to have you here.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on. Awesome.
0: So Samantha is a CEO, CFO, flipped blogger, podcaster, and YouTuber. She's also an international keynote speaker, and she's based out of Alberta, Canada. So we met, Samantha and I met in a writing class we were taking together called Ship 30 for 30 with uh, Dickie and Cole. And one of the things that uh, made me reach out to her was that during the, the videos of these lectures, she was continuously dropping these value bombs in the chat. So she was capturing the slides and then just sending it out as text. And uh, I was intrigued by how she was doing that. So, she, and then in the conversation uh, that followed, she told me about all these tools that she uses to, um, that she uses to uh, capture notes. And and so I just wanted to have her come here and share some of these tools with other creators. So Samantha, tell me about uh, about these uh, note-taking tools that you use, but also like what inspired you to start using them?
1: Well, I'll start with what inspired me to use them because... I'm really about trying to do the most that I can in my lifetime, we only have this small bit on the earth. And I want to make sure that I'm do I'm spending it doing the things that I love. And the things that I don't love, I'm minimizing those. um, So that gives me time to do things I love. I've always been a really efficient person. I'm actually a, originally a tax strategist slash expert accountant by first trade. And that's what I spent most of my first career doing. So I'm definitely about efficiencies. And I didn't know that this was a gift for me until um, when I first started working with the tax firm that I was with my first year, I was 23 years old or something like that, 20, 23. And I, in two and a half months, I did 942 tax returns and two and a half months and I apparently broke records across the whole country for this for this company. I was I did the most taxi turns per hour per person in my first year. Never never have done real taxi turns before, other than training. But um, then everyone's like, "How are you doing it?" And I was like. I learned all the keyboard shortcuts. So, you know, like F5 and F4 was switch spouses and F whatever, whereas everyone was clicking all over. It was a new, it was a brand new uh, system. They were just moving from paper over to electronics. And so that, that propelled me to like, always look for the shortcuts whenever possible, because when you can shortcut them, then you can just go so much faster. I mean, I was able to earn way more revenue and I love doing taxes. So I got to do a lot more of what I loved instead of just the, the clicking. So when it comes to note taking apps, um, I kind of use that same, I use that same thinking. Whenever I can find an app, um, I will use it. Sometimes I pay for them because it's worth it. If I can cut my hours down it more than pays for the $10 a month that I might be paying for an app. So I'll share some of the ones that um, I use that I think are like, I can't, I call them my, I can't live without apps. (laughs) Like I would have a very hard time giving them up. I'll give up Starbucks before I give up these apps. So um, we can talk about this. Did you have any, anything that you wanted to add before I jump into some of those apps that I use?
0: I mean, I'm curious about your workflow as well. So these apps, are they for primarily for just capturing notes that are the things that people are presenting or how do you use the, Stuff that comes out of the app and what's your use case for the uh, these apps?
1: Oh, great questions! Uh, I use them for a variety of things. Um, I'm not, I don't do run my tax business anymore, um, but I do. <laughs> i'd like to <laughs> I, I like to capture my thoughts i like to capture other people's thoughts and build on them and so i have turned into a blogger i do some podcasting and i'm doing going to be doing some more youtubing and so my content is really important and capturing my mind is really important and what other people say so i use these in order to capture them build on them um, be able to use them as a database for labor later and um and I use them for virtual events as well, because it's something that we do a lot of. And a lot of times the virtual events are using slides and that's exactly how what you notice. So when the slides are going, that's not a text format. We can't copy and paste it. It's a graphic. And so there's this really cool app, which I'll talk about in a minute, but I want to go in a, in an order so that I don't lose people about which, where to go first so they don't get lost. But there is an app that I can just like screenshot and I'll automatically OCR, which is optical character recognition on the spot and convert it to text. So we can. So that's what I do with with all of them. Um, I also interview people. I am in I have a company. It's an innovation company. And when I'm doing some products, I sometimes am meeting with um, developers or people who are working for me. And I don't always have a secretary with me or a receptionist. And I need to pay close attention to what they're saying because it's very important. But if I'm taking notes, it's slower. Um, And I just don't take notes very well. So honestly, so what I did is, this is the first app that I'm going to tell you about, the one that I probably couldn't live without. I um, will use what's called Otter. It's otter.ai. And so I use my Otter app. And there is a widget on the iOS. I think they have one for Android as well. And so I can just turn the recorder on. I put my phone down in front, you know, in the meeting, and it transcribes the meeting right there. So then I can focus on what we're talking about. And after the meeting... Uh, my workflow is, it takes a little bit for it, all the transcriptions to go through. And if there's somebody else speaking, it's not, it's not going to name that speaker. So what I do when it's, it's done, I will share that audio app, or I'll share the link with whoever's in the meeting. So they also have a have a record of the transcription. Um, depending on how important the meeting is, I used to send it to, I, I had an assistant or a VA and sometimes they would convert them to quick little notes and to-dos. So if there was any to-do items, you can prompt things too. You can say, I need to do this. And then you can search the document later for certain things. You can kind of leave yourself little breadcrumbs. And so this Otter App, I really love. It's my favorite. And I kind of joke that Otter knows more about my life than my husband. So I (laughs) think, well, I'll be like ranting about something that's just like really on my mind and I'm unpacking it and I'll even go out into the driveway and turn it on and just walk the driveway and dictate in my thoughts. And it's, it's really, really great tool. So when
0: just to understand this correctly. So you're just dictating your thoughts as you're walking outside your house and it's just capturing them in, in text and, uh and it does it uh, i mean does it figure out punctuation and periods commas uh, how do, how do you make all of that work
1: well it's one of the best apps for transcription out there so it does two things it captures the audio and it captures the transcription so when you're re-listening to when you re um, when you're listening to it you can see the words or you can hear the words now not all words are perfect so you know sometimes you could edit them but i think it does a pretty good job it doesn't need to be perfect for what i'm doing um the only punctuation it doesn't really get is like question mark, like questions. It doesn't pick up questions, but it's really good at picking up your pause as a period and ending the sentences. So what I love about it is the flow is so great. Like literally you just talk and it, it captures everything other than like questions. So whereas when I was doing transcription before with like Dragon or any of those other tools that I used to use, you have to say period, new paragraph, Right. And you have to like say in the punctuation. And so that can kind of stop your brain a little bit when you have to actually dictate the punctuation in like a question mark, a new paragraph. But with Otter, you just talk.
0: Right. And, you know, that's exactly what Siri makes you do as well. And I always have to remember to say period and comma. Yeah. And, and that does that is disruptive. It's not how you normally talk.
1: No. So with Otter, you don't need to do that. Um, and it also doesn't cut out. So like on Siri, you only have a very short period of time. Mm. And I've had that when I finally get to the really great spot and I'm like in my head and I'll look down at Siri and I'm like, dang, you turned off Siri. I'm like, I'm like a whole paragraph past where you stopped. I don't know. I can't say that is awesome again like that. Yeah. <laughs> Otter doesn't have that problem. It catches right. the awesome all the time.
0: And then and you're gonna share the links afterwards, and I'll I'll put them in the in the notes for this podcast so that they, those will get our listeners some discounts as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the cool thing about otter is they have a they do have a pre-plan, so you can try it out on there. I have the paid plan because I just use it like so much. Um, now the one thing that people won't realize with otter, and I've kind of learned out some little hacks along the way, is Sometimes I've had some really important meetings or a virtual event where I needed some really good, I need to take some really good notes. Um, So what you can do, what you can do is a couple things. Uh, One is during the event, you can actually just turn your order on on your computer and let the thing transcribe while you're in the meeting. So, and then you can highlight as you go. So whilst the speaker's talking, you're like, oh, that's a really good point. And you just keep highlighting in real time. So when it's over, you can actually click at the very top of the the Otter app on the transcription and click highlights, and it'll pull only things that you highlighted. And then you can export them into a note-taking app. So you don't have the entire, you know, one hour, one hour. Um, virtual event, you just have the key the key things that you've you've highlighted. So that is a huge time saver to be able to just click on that, and you can do that after an event or after a conversation, and at any time too. You just go through and highlight, and then click the highlight and just export just that text. That's okay, so it.
0: I'm I'm also curious. Are you doing Otter on this conversation as well?
1: No, because okay. one, you're recording it, so I don't need I to. Know,
0: I know it's, it's all recorded, but yeah, that would be I'm. I'm almost tempted to, uh, yeah. I, anyway, we'll, we can uh, yeah, we can transcribe it afterwards. But,
1: yeah, well, uh, I probably will transcribe it after when you give me a copy of everything because then I can also, the other thing about it is I can actually leverage it for content. So I have a podcast as well. I put it on pause right now because I'm, I'm just doing a shift, a pivot right now. Um, but I had all of my podcasts transcribed. Now I had them professionally transcribed. But we use those transcriptions to make, twitter threads to make blog posts to make other things so you can you can why reinvent the wheel so if you're speaking and you say great stuff you can repurpose it so that's the beauty of it so
0: totally nice nice
1: yeah so the um i will tell the otter app i mean obviously if you're recording people you should tell them In a virtual event where they're already recording, I don't say anything because they're already recording, and you get a copy after. So in my mind, that's that's enough of a permission. Yeah,
0: no, it's always good to. Right,
1: but if you're having a if you're just having a meeting with somebody, you should be letting them know that you're recording them. So Um, the other thing with Otter is you can create little folders for different categories as well, and share those folders with team members. So if if you do which is really nice for sorting. It has a really good, uh, search thing too. So like if, uh if I'm I'm doing something right now on networking I'm building I'm building a little mini playbook for networking and so I just literally type in networking in my otter and it'll pull up any any conversation that I've ever said the word networking
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: may have because I teach these little tips all the time and they're kind of all the way throughout these different conversations that I have so now I'm just pulling out little pieces of conversations and then moving them into my playbook so
0: yeah no I like that and that way you're like uh, if I'm using Otter, then my grocery list can be separate from my work notes and I don't have to worry about figuring out what exactly to share with people. So that's, that sounds like. A, yeah,
1: it works really great. Yeah. yeah so that's Otter. Um, there's another one called um, Revi, I think, or Tem- and Temi, but I, I personally just like Otter and they also have an integration. If you're up there, anyone's up here and really keen, um, you can use it for, integration with zoom and things too, but you have to also pay the zoom fee for that. So there's, there's quite a bit you can do. And also it has a calendar built into. So anytime I have an event, it'll say, do you want to record this event? If it's on my calendar.
0: Nice. Nice. Okay. So that's uh, yeah, that's a great tool for capturing any uh, thoughts that you have or conversations. Uh, the other tool you mentioned was something about uh, uh, that captures that slides and, and OCR does OCR on uh, images.
1: So yeah. So can you talk more? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, the, that's the one that got your attention, right? Yeah. That one's a serious time saver. Um, I could do without that, but like I'm doing them in the order of, I can't live without. So I can't live without my Otter app pretty much. I would give up Starbucks before I gave up that. My next app that I use Um, now I'm a Mac user. So this will just apply to Um, part of this conversation will apply for just a just Mac, but that uh, parts of it won't. So Mac has in, in Mac there's a pl- there's an app called Set app and it's S E T A P P mm-hmm. and it is one subscription that you pay per month and then you get unlimited apps within their domain whatever apps that they've got and mo- all they're all apps that are available on the app store on the, but Within the 9.99, it's 9.99 uh, per month US to put it on one Mac. If you want to put it on a Mac and or two Macs, like a, a Mac and a desktop or a Mac and on iOS, um, they do have a few iOS ones. Then it's like 12.49 a month, and it's less if you pay for the year. So I just pay a year at a time because it's, because it's like the cheapest thing ever. And, and so it's all, like a
0: bundle that gets yeah, it's a bundle. That's a It's an
1: unlimited bundle, and you get anything that's bundled inside. And there's like endless apps and a lot of these apps are very so many of them are quite expensive or have monthly subscriptions and you don't have to pay for those monthly subscriptions oh, so this is
0: like a nice way of just getting getting a discount on a bunch of these apps together. yeah so i pay
1: the 9.99 a month um, us and i get like i don't know a hundred of them I, there's a lot i'd have to go and look at the website to see how many but it's unreal and they're really good ones like ones that you can't live without So I would recommend getting Set App if you're going to get these other apps because you might as well just get Set App and then you get access to the ones I'm about to tell you. Mm -hmm. So um, within Set App, there are the the one that you were talking about is called Text Snipper Um, and it's an OCR. And so you can click, you can uh, screenshot anything on your screen, small, large, and it will automatically convert the graphic text into text on your uh, on your clipboard and you can tell it to like keep the breaks where they are or just be a continuous. So I always put mine on a continuous. So what you saw was when we were in a virtual event together, there was quite a few slides with really great, uh, tips in them. So I was screenshotting them and then just pasting them into the chat so that people could take the text that I, that I put into the chat and then just copy it into their notes instead of having to type them out. And sometimes those screens, those, uh, sometimes those slides go really fast and you don't have time to listen and grab the notes. And so that that snippers super fast.
0: Yeah. And also it's disruptive to have to type notes. So uh, it's, it's easy to miss important points if, if I'm distracted typing notes. So yeah, that's uh, that sounds like a great way of just staying focused on the, on the actual presentation.
1: Well, what you could also do too, is just, screenshot the slide. And like, I use an app called Rome research. I don't want to go into that because it's, it's kind of for nerds and there's, there's other ones out there. You can use obsidian and, and locks. Like there's some oh, other cast
0: apps. Yeah. Yeah. Although no, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I actually use them as well. So, those, okay.
1: Uh, I didn't I, want to I, go into all that because they're not all about productivity. Hit. That's note-taking that's different. Um, but sometimes I just screenshot as I go along and, if it depends if I'm multitasking, I will screenshot and then later quickly just convert them all into text. Cause then you can just go boom, 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 boom. And it like takes you nothing to, to quick switch the mm-hmm. slides into it. Um, Cause I like the visual of the slide. Cause it helps with my memory. I'm more likely to recall the information. If I can see the slide that I learned it on, as opposed to just seeing the text. So, mm-hmm.
0: so you're just taking screenshots using so just the native Mac screenshotting, um, key, key, keyboard shortcuts. Okay
1: yeah if you use tech snipper they you click on their icon at the top and it automatically um and then automatically you'll get the the snippering tool and then you just drag okay. to where you want and um and then yeah you can just paste it in it doesn't take like uh bullet points and stuff like that, so the punctuation that's out of it but it's it's so good like you saw what I was doing in like milliseconds <laughs>
0: and, and the accuracy <laughs> was pretty good as well yeah,
1: yeah. oh the accuracy was amazing yeah. like I was just like shocked at how great it was so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the um, um, text snipper. So the other app that I pretty much can't live without is called paste. Uh, it's P A S T E. And it is a clipboard. Um, and it, it says it goes back endlessly, but I don't think so. I think the most I've ever had to go back is 30 days. So anything that you put on your clipboard for 30 days is there. Oh, wow. So I'm a lot, I'm doing a lot of copying, and pasting and, and creating content. And so I'm copying a lot. Well, what's done for my productivity is instead of going copy, paste, you know, copy, then move to the document and paste, open the other document and like going back and forth. I can just go copy, 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 because they're all on my clipboard. Mm-hmm. And then on the bottom of the screen, I just scroll to it and I can see anything that I've copied. And then I go into the document, I want to put it in and I just double click on the order I want it in and it goes pop, 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 pop all back, all in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then also something from yesterday, I might've clipped or written something. um, And so I will go back and grab it. I do it for versioning as well. So when I'm typing and I'm trying out different versions, I will just keep copying my text and then writing a new version and then copying my text and writing a new version. And then I'm like, nope, I think I liked my third, you know, the one three times ago better. It's all on this long clipboard. So what's cool about the paste app and the text snipper is when you text snip. So when I take the screenshot of the graphic and convert it using the OCR optical character recognition, it saves to the clipboard, which also goes into that paste app.
0: Oh, wow! nice. Okay. So
1: like, if you're in a, if you're in a conference and you're paying attention or, you know, or you're like, maybe your email's going and you're multitasking, as long as you're clipping them, it'll go to your key, it'll go to your paste app. And then after the meeting, you could potentially just go and hit paste, 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 like into your document. You wouldn't yeah. necessarily have to move them as you go. Cause there's quite a bit of friction every time you copy and paste something. But if you can, um, if you can shortcut them on both ends or use them later, that's really helpful. So.
0: You know, this stuff is so useful. And I think especially these days with everyone working from home, I think most of our lives are spent in these virtual meetings and these zoom calls and, Uh, just to be able to go back and review all the content from that is uh, pretty powerful. And so, so easily and effortlessly. I like I think
1: it's, it's not always about going back and reviewing them. Sometimes it's just being able to access when you need to. So like I put all mine into Rome research and then I tag everything. And then later I'll be like, let's wait a minute. I went to a virtual event and they were talking about this topic. And so then I can just pull it up really quickly as a database so for content creators, it's really helpful because you're not reinventing the wheel. You're, you can, you know, as you're going along, you're logging all of this and it's basically your own personal Wikipedia. So whenever you want, you just like search your own Wikipedia for everything yeah. you've ever learned and it's personal and then you can repurpose that.
0: No, I like that because yeah, because otherwise the review process then adds another uh, task on your to-do list that then gets, mm-hmm. uh, gets pushed out and uh, it, it can create the stillness. I like that approach of just, just capturing and then not looking back unless you have to.
1: It depends like how keen you are on whatever it is you're learning, obviously. So if you really, if I was going to review it, I think my workflow just to optimize, this is what I probably do for my workflow. I would use the text snipper, as I go along so that I'm paying attention because when pasting it in that's you're not really paying attention so I'd pay really close attention I'd snip as I went along and then after the virtual event I would paste them in and then read them as I'm pasting them in so then I'm just getting a second look at them mm-hmm. so that would be maybe one way um, that you could do you could like do both with and it'd be the exact same amount of time or very similar type of time and you'd probably learn quite a bit that way so.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. So those are the, the main tools that you would recommend.
1: Um. Yeah, the other one that I use, and I this isn't necessarily for everyone, but I would have a, I really love it. I don't use it as much as I'd like to, um, but the one is, it's called Mind Mind Node and it's a mind mapping tool. And it's one of my, there are other ones that are out there. They all also have one, I think it's called Thoughts X or something like that, or iThoughts maybe. Or XMind
0: um, is-, a, is- X-mind yeah,
1: X Mind isn't in that bundle, but I oh, think okay. iThoughts thoughts might
0: be. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um,
1: I have used it, and they're all valuable for different reasons. They all have, like, you know, a few little feature changes. What I love about mind maps is it just gets me to... <laughs> I'm like, it just lets me think in a completely different way. I honestly, when I started, when I did my first mind map, I was like, man, why aren't they doing this in school? Like you can do like book, you can do everything in there. And it's so easy to just move the pieces around and see where they are. And, you know, now I'm using a a task management called ClickUp and they actually have a small mind map in there. Um, It's not really for thought building but it's for your tasks which I really like So it's just a different way of looking at them and like just seeing a branch as opposed to a card with layers underneath so I like that I have a whole I haven't written this book yet but I have a whole book outline done in a mind map and then with the mind maps they're done so that you can export them in markdown so you can move them into you know a into your note into whatever note taking your book off we were going to do mm-hmm. cuz it exports in markdown so and this is
0: mind note is that the tool that you mentioned
1: yeah it's in paste yeah. or it's in the setup yeah exactly. so yeah i use it quite a bit um, and you can share uh, the the link so like i have a project manager right now and i some things that we talk about he's like oh do you have anything in this and like it's in a mind it's in my mind map right now. Do you want me to export into Markdown? He's like, oh no. And then I can just click on the share link and give him the link to it. And he can just see. So you can collapse parts of the mind. I don't, you probably use them. But for any of you out there who not use a mind map, you're like missing out. And if you have kids, they should be using them. Yeah. But you can collapse certain sections of them or expand them, so.
0: Nice, nice. So I use this tool called MindMeister, which is what's oh, the Clap same tool. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, but this, so, I mean, this is definitely something worth checking out since it's in setup as well. Um,
1: yeah, they don't have MindMeister. Now, the MindMeister is different. Well, has, I don't know if you have the add-on, but they have a task management built into it. So boom. MindNote doesn't have that.
0: Oh, I see. Okay.
1: Um, and then another one that I use within the Set app is called Shot X, And it does screen recording. So it's sort of like Loom. Right. But just you just it's so fast. You like click on it and you can quick do a screen record and then just like send that in an email or save that in a document or if you wanted to put it onto like a Trello card if you're working with a team or whatever, you could do that. So I use that sometimes Um, when I mostly use it when I'm on Twitter spaces and I'm doing it on the desktop and I'm co-hosting and I just want to get like a visual uh, visual of the graph of the space the Twitter space then I will just I will just do a little video record of just the corner of the screen with the with the space <laughs> so,
0: so basically it's like the same as is that the same as like QuickTime uh, screen uh recording or is just but much simpler workflow. It's-
1: I think it's just a simpler workflow. Yeah, you can use yeah. QuickTime, but then by the time I open it and everything else, I suppose I could use QuickTime. Um, I don't know why I found the clean shot so quick and easy. Um, QuickTime there, too, some- you got to export into a certain format and it's like always too big and the files are too big to send to people. And then I spend more time like ref- like changing the format than anything else.
0: I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, that's uh, I mean, there's something to be said for... Fast, efficient workflows, so you don't spend all your time cleaning things up. Yeah,
1: I don't know if it would be high enough for like a YouTube video or anything. I haven't checked the. I should check the resolution. I'm not sure what the resolution is on that. So, but oh, okay. you you would want to use a QuickTime if you wanted something with serious resolution. Like I, my Mac is 4K, so if I wanted to post it on a YouTube, I'm going to be using QuickTime because it's going to get the optimal resolution. But those files are massive, so for most use, you don't need anything that big.
0: Right, right. No, that sounds great for like quickly recording a sequence of steps or instructions for someone. Yeah. All right, great. Uh, Well, uh, thanks, Samantha. It was great talking to you.
1: Well, thanks for having me on, Asim.
0: Thank you for listening to Mighty Creators. And if you enjoyed this interview, please subscribe.